Episode 70. Did Jesus Know Everything? The title's in the past tense because what I mean by that is, did Jesus know everything while he was on this earth? Of course we know that he's eternal and as God he knows everything and continues to know everything. But did he know everything as a man while he was on earth? This is a question taken up by various theologians. Most famously, St. Thomas Aquinas deals with the question of Christ's human knowledge in his Summa Theologiae. And it might seem like a frivolous question, but it's really not. People like St. Thomas Aquinas, theologians, what we call scholastic theologians, are often ridiculed for getting into details like this. But it's a silly criticism because we're dealing with the greatest mysteries, the sacred mysteries of our faith, and so our mind should always have a desire to know more about these inexhaustible mysteries of God. If the whole reason for our existence is to know and love God, then why wouldn't we try to understand everything about him? He revealed himself to us in the flesh, after all. So of course we're supposed to try and understand him and view Christ from all angles and try to get at, as best we can, who he was, what he was like. If you love anyone, a friend or a spouse, you always want to know things about them, even the things that seem inconsequential. So that's why theologians and saints always wanted to know everything that can be known about God, who revealed himself to us so that he could be known by us. So it's never a vain effort to try and understand something about God. So that's the first thing. We just, as rational beings and as children of God, we should always have a desire to know more. But secondly, it's not an inconsequential question. The matter of Christ's knowledge is really important. Uh, First of all, we have statements about it in the Gospels, such as when he was young, it says that he grew in wisdom, age, and grace. So we have to understand what does that mean exactly that Christ grew in wisdom. We also know that he's the judge who is to come. And so for that reason, he has to have a particular all-encompassing kind of knowledge about man, not just externally, but also interior life of man. If he's to judge us on everything, including our thoughts. He knew the thoughts and hearts of those around him. So this question of Christ's human knowledge is prompted by things that are actually revealed to us by the Holy Spirit in Scripture. So of course it's an important question. Consider also how the question of Christ's knowledge comes into play with how he saved us and how he thought of us individually. Did Christ have you and me and all of our future sins and acts of love in mind when he was dying on the cross? So what is the nature of Christ's knowledge? So I'll just say at the outset, yes, Christ knew everything, absolutely everything when he was on this earth. And usually that's split into three different kinds of knowledge. The first one being beatific knowledge, which would be the knowledge that we have of God as human beings when we are united with him in heaven, having a a vision of the face of God, direct knowledge of God. And as man, Christ had that. His soul enjoyed the beatific vision because he was never separated from God and God was never hidden from him because he is God and his human and divine natures, as we know from the episode, Jesus fully God and fully man, are united inseparably eternally. So he had the knowledge of all things that we can know when we see God directly. Now, just to clarify, I'm not speaking of the knowledge he had via his divine intellect, all right? Because as God, of course he knows everything. He's the source of all things. I'm talking in in this episode about his human knowledge. And since Christ is fully man, we know that he had not just a human body, but everything that comes along with human nature, 
a human intellect, a human will, human emotions, etc. So yes, obviously as God, he knows all things. We're talking about, did he know all things as man? And this first realm of knowledge, beatific knowledge, is the knowledge he had in his human intellect by means of direct vision of God that we only enjoy when we, God willing, get to heaven, but what but he enjoyed from the very moment of the beginning of his earthly existence. So perhaps it's not super controversial to say that, yes, Christ knew everything because he had this direct vision of God, but there's a second kind of knowledge that we call infused knowledge. This is the kind of knowledge that angelic natures have because angels, as we know from the episode, What is an Angel? Angels don't have bodies, right? Therefore, they don't sense things. And the way we come to know things is we first sense many things and we put them together in our mind and we abstract from them and get concepts. And basically, most of our knowledge comes from, first of all, a kind of sense experience. Whereas angels don't have bodies, therefore they don't have sense. So their knowledge is infused knowledge. So angels are given knowledge directly by God. It's infused, is the word we use, into their mind, into their intellect. And this is a kind of knowledge that Christ had as well in his human intellect. So what kind of knowledge is this? So, of course, by his beatific knowledge, the first kind of knowledge we were talking about, he knew everything past, present, and future that did or would happen. By his infused knowledge, he knew all things knowable by man, both naturally speaking and by divine revelation. So he knew all the mysteries of the faith by infused knowledge. Right? He didn't need to read the prophets to understand divine revelation, for example. He didn't need to read scripture. So from the very moment of his conception and as a child, before he even spoke or showed his divine or, in, or his beatific or his infused knowledge, he had it. So in the womb of Mary, being fully God, he not only had that divine knowledge that belongs to God alone, but also knowledge of all of the things knowable by man and all of the mysteries of the faith, which is pretty cool to think about, like Christ as a small child knowing all of these things. So when people kind of jokingly say that the baby Jesus could speak any language and he knew about smartphones, uh, that's actually true. Um, not sure that occupied his mind at all, but Christ really did know all things that would happen. For people to whom this seems unfitting, you know, that Christ, who we know as meek and humble, who, who humbled himself to take on our human nature and become a small child, they think that this is just silly to, to believe that the Christ child knew all these things. But that's a result of what I've mentioned numerous times in recent episodes, a low Christology, that we're taking our human nature, the condition of our human nature, as the model to which Christ is supposed to conform. A low Christology says that Christ should have taken on our ignorance. Well, ignorance is the result of the fall, the result of original sin. Christ did not have any sin. His human nature is the model, right? It's the perfection. He came, took on our human nature, in its most perfect form in order to reform us, right? to bring us up to his level. He didn't come to take on our wounded nature. He came to remake our nature and perfect it. So that's why it's not unfitting that Christ knew all of these things even as a child. It's not incompatible with, with his humility and his vulnerability as a child to say that his intellect was still perfect and elevated by its union with God and by this infused knowledge. I think that's what most people intuitively believe or want to think about Christ. And it's a, it's a correct impulse to think that even if you're joking about it, the joke comes from something that we think true. If Christ is God, then he knew everything, even from the first moment of his existence in this world. But then we get to what we'd call his human knowledge, most properly speaking, which is the knowledge that we have, which is acquired knowledge. Knowledge acquired through sense, acquired through experience. 
Did Christ know everything by means of his acquired knowledge? Again, the answer is yes. That should always be our tendency. If we're talking about the God-man who had a perfect human intellect, we would first want to say, yes, he knew everything by means of his acquired knowledge. But what does it mean then that Christ knew everything by his acquired knowledge? Because he didn't experience everything that you can experience in this world. So how did he know everything by means of acquired knowledge? How did he know everything that a modern scientist would know, even if he didn't learn the kind of math or science that we have to learn first in order to know the conclusions that only came later in history? Well, first we say the power of Christ's intellect was such that by experiencing few things, his reasoning power was so superb that by only experiencing the few things that he did actually tangibly experience in his part of the world when he lived in this earth, he was able to then reason from those experiences much more quickly and powerfully than we are able to by experiencing those those same things. But on this point, we would say, and St. Thomas Aquinas says the same thing, that he didn't know all things by means of his acquired knowledge from the very beginning, because of course he had to experience certain things. So things that he already knew by his infused knowledge he then would, quote-unquote, come to know via his acquired knowledge once he experienced certain things. So he did gradually come to experience sensibly things that he already knew via another form of knowledge. So he was never ignorant of anything, but he did add sense impressions of things that he already knew when he went about his life. And by means of those sense impressions, he was then able to know the whole realm of human knowledge by the power of his intellect and his ability to reason from certain basic things to other things that follow from it, many other things that follow from it. So Christ was never ignorant of anything, but there were things that he had not directly experienced and acquired as knowledge by experience. But because of his experience, limited as it was, he did know all things that could be known by acquired knowledge. St. Thomas asked the question, was Christ ever taught anything? And he asked this because of the episode where Christ is in the temple asking questions of the priests and the scribes. But St. Thomas Aquinas says it's not fitting that the source of truth, the one who is truth itself, ever learn by being taught by man. So St. Thomas says that it was by asking questions that Christ was teaching them. He wasn't asking out of ignorance and a desire to know something that they could tell him that he didn't know. And this, again, is more mostly an argument from fittingness, but it also makes sense that obviously we know Christ was God. He wasn't a split personality, so it's not as if he engaged his divine mind at certain times and knew everything, but then at other times used his intellect, his human intellect only and didn't know things. He wasn't a split personality like that. So he wasn't asking out of ignorance. He was asking to instruct, much like we hear uh, Socrates doing in the dialogues. What then, if Christ didn't learn from anyone, what does it mean when... St. Luke tells us that he grew in wisdom, age, and grace. St. Thomas says that even though Christ knew all things from the very moment of the beginning of his earthly existence, it was not fitting that he display all of that knowledge to the world, that Christ sanctified every aspect of human life and sanctified every stage of human life, infancy through adulthood. And it would be unfitting if Christ revealed himself fully as the God-man from the very beginning. We know that Christ's teaching was gradual, In fact, all of God's divine revelation throughout history was gradual, and his life on earth was no exception to that. So St. Thomas says that he displayed the abilities and the knowledge that were appropriate to each stage of life. It would have been weird and unfitting of God's wisdom that 
the Christ child be speaking the Sermon on the Mount as a little baby. So this is kind of the point that St. Thomas is getting at, that growing in wisdom and grace simply means Christ revealing himself gradually throughout his human existence. So to summarize everything we've said so far, Christ, of course, as God, knew all things, simply speaking, because he's infinite, he's God, he's the source of all truth, he's truth itself, he's being itself, etc. As a man, Christ knew all things because he had a direct vision of God from the very beginning of his earthly existence. He also knew all things because of the infused knowledge given to him directly, without the necessity of experience. This was the kind of knowledge that angels have. And also, thirdly, he knew all things by acquired knowledge because he did experience things in this world. And even though he didn't experience everything in this world, he was able by the power of his intellect to reason to and deduce all the conclusions that can be known by the human intellect via experience. But what's the point of all this? Why do we even bother? Well, first of all, as I said at the beginning, it's important to understand as best we can what Christ's humanity was like what the perfection of humanity is actually like, because that's the starting point here, is that Christ was perfect man. And so that's the model of humanity that we should look to, not our own model. And so what is it like when humanity is perfected totally? And that's why we study Christ's humanity, his knowledge. But also I think most importantly, it's understanding that because Christ's knowledge was perfect in every sense, he didn't just suffer for and love each of us as a vague mass of humanity. Right? He didn't just say, I'm going to die for humanity. When we learned as kids that Christ really died for us and he knows us better than we know ourselves, etc., that's literally true. People might scoff and think, well, Christ wasn't thinking of me by name. Christ didn't have my face in mind. Christ didn't know me, but he was dying for all those future people that were to come. That's not true. He did know each of us individually by name, by appearance, because of the perfection of his knowledge as God, but also as man. So Christ, as man, knew each of us and died for and loved and loves each of us. It also gives us a more profound sense of Christ's humility that knowing all the things that man can know and then being put in the midst of his creatures who were so ignorant, consider the extent of his humility given that fact. And also knowing all things, knowing the great evils we would commit and being personally affected by every sin of every human being. And he knew all of those things as a man. Consider the profound depth of love it took to die for all of us, given that he knew the extent of all of our sins. So saying that Christ knew all things doesn't separate him from us in some way that makes him aloof because he's not just like us. It actually gives us a better understanding of his humility and his love. Thank you for listening to Catholic Daily Brief. Please become a member at patreon.com slash catholicdailybrief for an extra episode each week and also for access to my growing Catholic fiction audio library. God bless.